Hey, everybody. Welcome back to On The Mic with your host, myself, Mike, and tonight's special guest, the one, the only, Morn One, also known as Kev Dog. Thank you so much for joining us all. It's the honor's all mine to have you on and uh, get to chat about your work. It's going to be, it's going to be fantastic. So getting right into it, what do you, what do you, what's keeping you busy right now? Oh, it's getting, keeping me busy right now. Let me go off, off for one second. Absolutely. (laughs) Working on this guy right here. Oh my God. The, uh. Wing Gundam that I'm kind of working on in object source lighting. Style. Yeah. Um, trying to find the best way to kind of frame it while pieces are falling off. Uh, yeah, nothing really, nothing really too special about this model, but um, it's something completely different for me. It's funny you say nothing special because when I look at your work. Uh, special is probably the first word that comes to mind for me. Like when I, when I look at your paint jobs, man, I don't even, I don't even know where that type of uh, freedom and just like openness to a concept comes from, for me, I'm so rigid on things. Like I have no ability to like edit myself. And then I look at your stuff and like the techniques, like unreal. Where did you start? where was painting beginning for you? Because I don't know that maybe tell me about your journey. Like, did you start building models? Did you start painting miniatures and what transitioned you over? I started off just building models, Gundam models out of the box. And I was hand painting them with like cheapo acrylics, uh, you know, mm-hmm. $1 brushes from Walmart. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to do art. I always wanted to be able to paint, but I never could sit down and like force myself to attack a canvas. Mm -hmm. I I just didn't know what to do. Uh, So I kind of taught myself everything that I know about painting from just checking out books from the library, you know, making a lot of mistakes. Yeah. Uh, And eventually then I started going on YouTube and watching videos. But back when I started, nobody was doing uh, Gundam anything. How long have uh, you been doing it for? I started in 2013. And and it was nothing for yeah. you to find at that time. That's awesome. And so you taught yourself. <laughs> at the time, there was one guy. And that he was a guy called Monk Hanuman. He's an Australian dude. Uh, and I think he still makes, still makes videos. But yeah, that was like the only dude you could find. Amazing. And hand painting. And you started out just with cheap paints, cheap brushes uh and just some simple kits yeah amazing my first kit was the uh the not even high grade it was like the no grade go flight type awesome awesome and you were hooked instantly uh it was it was amazing for me because it was i could do art without having to worry about what i know now as the form Mm -hmm. i could just worry about painting you know and is that ever like you went clearly uh, educated yourself on things like shadowing mm-hmm. and all of that type of stuff when you're talking about your painting? So, is that something you do pretty habitually in your life, or you uh, do you go hard on things that you're teaching yourself or hobbies or things like that? 
You know, I'm honestly, I used to be the kind of person who I'd have a new hobby every six months. Uh, but building Gunpla was kind of the first thing that I was able to focus myself on. Nice. Do you and, know what it was? Uh, like, what was it about Gunpla? Not, no idea. Hey, I really don't know. I think yeah. it's, it's the combination of it's art. Which yeah. I always wanted to do. It's robots, which mm. I think are cool. And I yeah. kind of had a little bit of innate talent. Like I was getting okay results in the beginning. Yeah. So I think those three things combined really allowed me to stick with it. Yeah. And what were some of the the first techniques that you were using to like launch this, right? Did you overwhelm yourself or did you stay pretty, pretty humble for a long time? I think that in the beginning for me, it was just mm -hmm. about, you know, this is a cool robot. I'm going to mm -hmm. paint it. Mm -hmm. And I would paint it exactly as it was in the show. So I didn't really go all too hard in the beginning. Uh, eventually I started doing like, you know, I'd put some LEDs in there or I would like get, you know, like a weapon kit and give a Gundam a different weapon or something. Mm -hmm. But it was never like um, me piling like 200 techniques onto a plate per build. It was like mm -hmm. every build I would try something new. Yeah. And I know you said you've, you've built like a countless number. Um, so I'm, I, I believe that you're right. Like you built this technique on technique. It, it blows me away. Like I'm pretty new to this and Thank you. The, the gun, the gun, it's not Gundam for me. It's not even gunplay. It's more just like, I wasn't into hobby scale modeling at all. Uh, and then like the shut-in like killed everybody, I think. And they were all looking for something to do. And the wife brought me home uh, master grade new Verka. And nice. it was like, it, that was the first thing I did. And I was, that was, I was that's a crazy first kit. <laughs> absolutely. But I was an adult. Uh, I'm, I'm in my 40s. So I, I definitely had like, you know, the time. And I really enjoyed it. It bit me hard, right? And then I went and bought like a backlog and started just enjoying it. But I'm still so scared to do some of the things like that you pull off. It's crazy no to me. Well, no fear. That's the thing. And I love that about this community is it's like no fear. Like people are just yeah. like, no, like I will not only tell you to do it. I'll tell you how I achieved this. And they're so open and honest about it. Have During you done the process of learning anything? You're going to destroy kits. Right? It's, it, <laughs> yeah. It is a rite of passage to have like that one kit sitting in a closet somewhere and you bring it out every once in a while and you're like, that's the one. I mangled that one. You know? Yeah. Uh, I have two of those ones because I wasn't really happy with news paint job when I finished. I used spray cans and all of that. So um, when I got into airbrushing, I wanted to repaint him but take him apart was a difficult process once he was painted yeah. uh so i broke some pieces on him so he's now my my paint mule uh where i just attempt some things on him right but no right. confidence um have you are you getting into military scale modeling and things like that as well uh i've done military before i've yeah. done car models i've done mm -hmm. planes all that kind of stuff I don't really enjoy doing the scale modeling part of the hobby as much as I enjoy doing the painting part of the hobby. So for me, car models, they require so much cleanup. They're just not as much fun to do, you know? 
Same thing with a tank or a, an airplane. It's something that is like, I'll do it if I'm commissioned to do it, obviously. That's great. Um, but for me personally, the joy of it doesn't come from the build. Mm -hmm. so, so these snap together kits are nice. They're right up your alley then because minimal cleanup. Yeah, effect. absolutely. Well, that might be part of why it's been able to capture you as well because that hobby burnout I think is real for everybody, regardless of what they, they want to talk about. So maybe talk to me about like your process. So you, you pop this guy out of the, out of the kit. What are you working with for tools? Um, well, I've got, I don't have my good pair, but I've got a pair of single bladed nippers. Excellent. These are the spy ones. Yeah. God hands are the best. Yeah. Uh, that's something that comes up a lot, actually. Yeah. would be like, what yeah. nippers do I get? You yeah. buy the God hands, the red handle God hands. And that's just the get them. the conversation. Yeah. Spend the money. Don't, don't waste the time on two yeah. or three pairs of the other ones. Yeah. Don't, don't go out and buy, I don't even have them up here anymore, but I've got Zeron's, you know, yeah. the crappy ones that everybody starts with. It's just, it's yeah. a waste. You yeah. Know? They're so bad. Yeah. Um, I agree with top, you. I, I use. On top uh, of that, I have. Uh, sponges i have a bunch of stuff that gun primer sent me for free oh nice they like me apparently why not um, you do awesome stuff <laughs> but yeah uh gun primer flex sponges are great um god hand makes ones as well but they're kind of expensive so i don't use those yeah you know i have a i have a great hobby shop i talk about it all the time on the show i have a great hobby shop that's local and he loves to bring it he he loves sanding like i went and visited him one time and i was like hey you know i might want to do a a review on youtube about sanding sticks what would you what would you do about sanding and i sat there for 25 minutes and watched him like like incredible precision on it and it just it was insane See, to me but that's a real scale modeler right <laughs> that's the difference between me and a real scale modeler give this right. guy my number and tell him that i want him to clean up my kids for me well he's uh he's bashing and creating right so he's working with like sheets of styrene uh creating and you know he uh for me thank thank goodness he's he's helped me supply me with some stuff so i do i do like work with these guys all the time and uh i like to say that i use sanding sticks on every build but i don't i use god hands i use a a hobby knife sometimes a razor just you shave your nubs down yeah, and then I paint. I paint to hide my my shame of uh, inability. And uh, <laughs> yeah, see, for me, I competed for a long time. Oh, so. my, that's amazing! So you're you're fundamentally like your skills are there, right? So I'm gonna pick your brain because I want to know what are you doing? Like, what's your process when you you have a, a you know you have a runner in your hand? You're taking a piece off. You're cleaning off. You know, I'm assuming you're taking the piece off with large nubs and then doing a series of cuts down no nope i just i use my single bladed nippers yeah. i cut as close as i possibly can to the piece and then right. i sand and uh like i guess so for me i'm still when i sand some of the things that i'm worried about is like i'm looking at the nub mark and i'm looking at a flat surface because round surfaces i find a little bit easier but it's like i look at that flat surface and i'm like do i go and sand that whole flat surface or do i just sand the small surface area that actually has a nub uh and i never know kind of that restraint in there and it holds me back i usually sand the whole surface 
right while i'm doing my nubs yeah. because i sand the whole surface anyway before i paint have you had some horror stories where you didn't sand the surface and it didn't work out the same not particularly no okay it's just a force of habit yeah well i mean i the way i, I see that was you go over every single surface with the 600 grit sandpaper wet sand mm-hmm. and then there's no problems yeah that attention to detail i, I love that are you doing this full-time or I heard you were talking about commission a little bit. Is this a full-time thing for you right now? Uh, kind of. I'm unemployed right now. So I'm doing art, basically. Commissioned art, yeah. not commissioned gunpla as a full-time job. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, if it were possible to make money building Gundams, I, I would love to do it as a job. And so you're, you're commissioned to do art. What are you working on in that area? If I you do a lot speak of, about it. Uh, I do a lot of like, um, uh, not, not, uh, what's the word? Um, murals. Nice. Uh, people will commission me to paint like uh, a wall in a kid's bedroom or something. That's amazing. Yeah. I also, I'm a licensed Cerakote applicator. So a lot of my buddies are into shooting. So I do all their guns. And oh, amazing. Great money in Cerakote. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not unemployed. You have multiple things on the go that you're not tied down to one employer. <laughs> exactly. I, lo- I love that. Like, seriously, if I could, if I could even make a go self self-employed at this, I would, right. This is all passion. And I, that's one of the best parts. Like I always say, I'm a fan first. So I have been looking at your stuff since day one. So when you agree to come on the show, I'm like, Oh, amazing for me. Right. Yeah. Thank you. What's in the background over your shoulder there? I know it's off topic, but I, I want to see. Yeah. yeah. This is, I would grab it if I could, but he weighs no like 15 pounds. It is the 3A Ganondorf statue from Twilight Princess. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, one of my exes bought it for me for Christmas one year. It's like a thousand dollar statue. Well, thank God for exes, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like the one thing that I liked about her still (laughs) still it's the one fond memory uh it's amazing i mean i'm a i'm a i'm a zelda zelda for life my dog's name is link oh the mask oh my goodness see if i can get it on oh this is also made by 3a it's like the two expensive nerd things i own are both zelda things (laughs) that's amazing do you play many games uh i've played Pretty much all the Zelda games from N64 backwards. Perfect. Or no, from GameCube backwards. Yeah. I had a GameCube. You had a GameCube. I love the access to them, and they're fun games to pop in. And I mean, they they stand well to the test of time. So absolutely. Yeah, they're they're fantastic. Some of my favorites. So what are you going to work on next then? What's what's coming? Uh, What's next is I've got four more high-grade lupus kits nice that i'm going to do in different kind of uh different themes Mm -hmm. um and then once all of them are done i'm going to take really high quality photos of them and i'd like to put out a photo book that would be awesome Uh, a lot of people have been saying stuff like that you know put your stuff on a sticker or a hat or shirt or something and i'm just that doesn't really appeal to me but i would love to have like a little book I think you. I think you. That would be an amazing, uh, you know, merch possibility, right? Get yourself uh, <laughs> an amazing little book to have people pick up. Like I know that you sent me those 
that Google Docs and man, like it's so much more compact to me than than Instagram even, right? I just get to look at the pieces. I think that would be amazing. I know your fan base would love it. And uh, I don't know what the production costs on things like that are, but I like something different for sure too, right? Yeah, I think it's um, it, it's a good match for me to do something like that because what I'm trying to do is Gundams as art. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. to me, it's not like I'm not a huge Gundam fan. Even. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen a couple of the shows. I've seen the ones on Toonami, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like a lot of the Gundam community is just like they want to see, you know, the Gundam with just a clean paint job, maybe some metallic paint decals, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's I want to make something new and original using those parts. Yeah, when I got into it, I definitely didn't look at new and say, hey, you know, um, I just want to represent you exactly mm-hmm. the same as the box art or anything like that. And I definitely went into it with no prior knowledge of the anime at all. So uh, I have couple, caught a couple episodes just like you. It's not the passion for me that's in it. It's more, um, you're right, the build isn't even necessarily the passion so much for me. It's it's more the painting. Uh that's amazing to me i've so, definitely gotten a lot more into hand painting again because it's i started doing it because it was a very zen thing i would mm-hmm. just sit down for two three hours when mm-hmm. i paint you know it'd be a great little thing to do and then as i got competitive at it you have to airbrush if you want to compete you know mm-hmm. everything is about smooth paint mm-hmm. and it's just after a while it it gets kind of old because mm-hmm. you're just building the same model over and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your variation, there's not a, like, there's a lot of kits, but there's maybe not a lot of kits that, like, speak to you as far as influence-wise or um, what you want to put some paint onto. And, yeah, I think it would become, I haven't, I don't think I have the skill to do hand painting. And it's something that, like, worries me. I see people, like, chipping and stuff like that. Uh, and I'm just, you know, I'm not there. I, I, I still like the airbrush. What kind of airbrush did you use when you were brushing a lot? Uh, well, when I started, I went out and I bought a Badger 105. Right. A, gr- a great brush. Like that's it's the best one. Yeah. Like if, yeah. if I had to recommend one brush, it would be the Patriot 105. Yeah. And I used it for years. Yeah. Um, eventually, I bought a Renegade Velocity. I bought a... Uh, what is the harder and Steenbeck one called CR plus? Yeah. That's like, that's like the acrylics brush. Yep. And they're all good. You know, they're all great, but the Patriot 105 can't do anything that the other brushes do just as well. Yeah. What do you prefer to paint with uh base wise? Are you lacquer, acrylic, enamel? All of the it above. Depends. Yeah. It depends on what you want to do. If yeah. you want to do that Japanese hobby magazine paint job. Mm-hmm. You must use lacquer. There's mm-hmm. no other way. Mm-hmm. If you want to do blended layers and you want to do some shading and you want to do like effects, you mm-hmm. have to use acrylics. There's no other way. Mm-hmm. So you're using a hybrid of both, like probably laying your your base coats uh, with lacquer and then detailing and chipping with the enamels or la- or uh, acrylics. Sorry. Uh, no, generally that's what I was doing. But uh, recently this year, I've switched over to just doing all acrylics. If I'm going to do any kind of weathering, I hand mm-hmm. paint everything and it's all acrylics. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, I think when I look at it, there's no way that you're getting your effects with with an airbrush. Like there would just be no way to get that chipping and those uh, weathered yeah. effects. Yeah, the randomness, right? I think you're you're bang on when you say the airbrush is great for standardized or just a very beautiful coat, but you're not going to get much other than base shading and uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You'll never progress beyond that intermediate plateau if yeah. all you know how to do is airbrush. You have to that's, like, learn art. That's great advice. Like you got you got to go for it, right? Both feet in the pool, jump in. Uh, do you have do you have much of a backlog, or are you working through these things pretty much as you get them? Uh, you know, I used to have a massive, massive backlog, mm -hmm. and I've been working on paring it down. Mm -hmm. Uh, a good friend of mine says, take a look at your backlog and sell what you can't build in a year. Do you guys have a, a secondary sales market there? No. I'm, I'm from Canada. Like, I'll be honest with you. I, if I buy a kit, right. And then I'm like, well, I'm not going to get to this in a year. And I put it on whatever the local sales, whether it's Facebook marketplace, like I get like a hit every three months on somebody being like, Hey, I'll pay you 15 bucks for your, your $200 kit. And I'm just like, I sit on it. We do have kind of like, I mean, Gunpla does go fast in mm -hmm. Vegas. Like mm -hmm. if you put it up on uh let go or offer up one of those apps, mm -hmm. you'll sell it. It'll go, you know, no problem. Um, but there's not really a like a dedicated secondary market here like there used to be. There really mm -hmm. used to be a dedicated market for it. Mm -hmm. What's the community like out there? Quiet. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. uh, we were doing meetups. Mm -hmm. Our local group is called Zionic Core. I love that. Uh, uh, let's see, Zion. I got the, <laughs> yeah, like I don't know if I can get it on camera. I got the tattoo. Zion oh, tattoo. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. I, I mean, I guess I don't have to ask you uh, which camp you lay in, so that's all no, right. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love the design of the Zion. It's it's uh, like my, the Zaku too is one of my favorites, just straight out. So yeah, yeah. You gotta love the the duck head. I do. I do. I love Granddaddy too. I'm old school, but uh, quiet community. Not too much happening right now. Yeah, uh, we were doing meetups. We we're doing build nights, and then 2020 happened. Yeah, killed everything. Nothing has really started up again. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. uh, not that we haven't tried, but mm -hmm. either nobody shows up, or for me, it's people want to do things on like Friday or Saturday night. And like, I'm 30 and single. Mm -hmm. I don't want to build Gundams on a Friday night, you know? No, you're, you're interested in doing some other things. Yeah. Yeah. Going yeah. Out, so yeah. Well, that's awesome stuff. Yeah. I, I know the, the community here is fantastic and uh, they're starting to get these group builds going again. And we're going to have a, an expo here this summer. So I'm excited about that. It's my first year in it. I'm excited to go, yeah. to go see it. Yeah. Well, for, for first year now is the like now is the time to get into building Gundams. I agree. You know what? I uh, again, I have no background, but when you talk about like 2012, 2013, you know, really finding nothing versus being a guy who came into this six months ago, started you know hitting Instagram two months ago, started doing this show six weeks ago. Um, there's a lot there's a lot going on so when you say that you know you there wasn't anything i'm like i could 
I could just watch weathering techniques on YouTube for days and days and days and get caught in the weeds and lost. Right. So uh, back when I started, it was like you had hobby link Japan, you had maybe um, Gundam labs, which is now new type HQ. Yeah. Um, And then you had USA Gundam store and that's it. But you wanted to shout out some, some influences that uh, shot you to where you are. I do have a couple people that I want to recommend more than um, shout out. Let's do it. I love recommendations, everybody. And uh, I'm going to I'll send you this later so you can put a better shot of it up. Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe you can pause the video if you're watching this on YouTube. Absolutely. First person I want to shout out is Mark Carter. His YouTube is called Draw Mix Paint. And if you want to learn about actually painting, not painting Gundams, painting miniatures, but actually painting, watch this guy's channel. He'll teach you everything you need to know about color theory, about uh, how to thin paint properly, how to apply it, um, the way to use colors in order to influence the viewer's mood. Everything about real art, this guy will teach you. Love that. I'm definitely going to check this out. Check check him out. Very, very good. Very good channel. Uh, Number two... I want to shout out Marco Frizzoni. His YouTube is Marco Frizzoni NJM. The NJM stands for Not Just Mecha. <laughs> he is a guy who used to do a lot of Mecha stuff, and now he does miniature stuff. And he will teach you, once you already know how to paint a little bit, he will teach you how to take what you know and apply it to scale modeling and miniatures <laughs> and how to do basically like canvas techniques this big. Because that's, that's really, you know, there's a difference between, you, you know, when your canvas is two feet wide and when it's two inches wide. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. check him out for sure. And then the last yeah. guy I want to shout out is Plasmo. It's P-L-A-S-M-O. He's the best scale modeler in the world, probably. Uh, I believe he is he's Eastern European. I don't want to say mm-hmm. where from because I don't want to get it wrong. But, but really, really great guy. And uh, anything that you can think of about scratch building, kit bashing, basing, dioramas, weathering, this guy will teach you that. Man, thank you so much. Because uh, not that I'm not down with it, you know, our, our guests come on and, and we want them to shout out their inspirations and things that have uh, done it. And, and you've given us a lot to chew on because, man, I love the fact that you've actually taken us from, hey, a b c steps through your painting journey and let's uh let's apply some art to this and actually i love that i i know some one of the things that holds me back sometimes is that that non-knowledge of it and i love that you just gave me like a a template to just follow uh and see that you did that yourself and to see where my work can go if i follow it man that is invaluable advice thank you so much for that i i really appreciate that something to keep in mind is when you know the process, you'll be able to do the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you're out there and you're thinking, I can't weather, I can't build, I can't do whatever, find out what that thing is that you're missing. And once you know what question to ask, just type that into YouTube and there's somebody out there who will teach you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I love that. I love the fundamental 
like this is how you're going to break it down and this is how you're going to get it. It's not coming from somebody who hasn't gone through it. You know, I can see, and we've I, talked today about it. You've I done had it. no talent in art, none. That's, and I, I, <laughs> I mean, I picture, I, I don't know. I picture you were like a kid, you know, in art class and your art teacher was like, he's a freaking savant. And they're just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? We live in Vegas. Like he's, he's going to play some tennis and, uh, <laughs> Um, I still can't draw, man. I still can't draw. I'm practicing every day to get as good at drawing as I am at every other kind of art. Yeah. So it's and not it. It's not something that is you have to have a talent. You can learn it. So do you think drawing is is getting those um those features in the proper proportions? Like proportion is such a part of it, whereas maybe some of the modeling provides those proportions already for you. Uh, it's not so much proportion. It's what I said earlier about form. Art is basically two things. It's you have to get the form down mm -hmm. and then you get your values and mm -hmm. then you blend and then mm -hmm. you have art um, in painting anyway. Um, and for me, I just struggle with drawing straight lines, you know, drawing circles. I can, I can put lines on a piece of paper, but they'll never be equal and even. Mm -hmm. So that's my big struggle. 